You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran back to the <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show. I'm Xavier Houston, and we are having a little technical difficulties this morning, but I'm here to get the show started. Uh, we have a lot of talk about from news over the weekend from high school football getting started to the Alabama scrimmage and a little NFL talk as that took place over the weekend as well. Uh, as soon as Martin can get on, he will be joining us. So it'll just be me for the minute, but we are going to start off with a little high school football news. So the first weekend of high school football in the state of Alabama as it picked up, and there's some pretty big games throughout Tuscaloosa County, 
and that starts off with the revival of the Tuscaloosa County Central matchup that hasn't been played in 20 years. And it was a dominating win for the 7A Wildcats as they won 44 to nothing over their crosstown rivals. So looks like County High is off to a good start. Central has to regroup on some things, but hopefully they're able to come back next week and get a victory. Of course, probably the biggest game of the week was Hillcrest versus Pike Road. Pike Road, the defending 5A state champions. And Hillcrest started off with a pretty sizable lead as they were up 14-0 over the defending state champs. Uh, got a little close at the end with under two minutes to go. Pike Road ties it up at 21. And Ethan Crawford, the quarterback who is committed to Southern Miss, scores from about seven yards out with 18 seconds to go to give Hillcrest the win in the week one of the season. Mason, uh, you covered the Gordo City Valley game. Is that correct? Yeah, that's where I was at. It was a great game. Uh, Gordo ran all. Over, I mean, Gordo just ran over him. You know, fifty to seven. It was a, it was dominant dominant performance from start to finish from the Green Wave. Who was the standout guy in that game? Ray Ray Williams, man, number two. I mean, he was everywhere. He had over two hundred all-purpose yards, three touchdowns. You know, quarterback Bra- Brax Garrison is his first game in a in a Green Wave uniform. You know, transfer from County High. But uh, the the story of the night was Ray 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 Williams. Oh man, that sounds like what year is Ray Ray? If you know, he's a senior. So this is last year, so he's uh, he's looking to go out with a bang. Well, it sounds like he definitely started it off with one, uh, as well as I covered the Northside Hill County game, which was a thirty-five to nothing uh, win for the Rams from Northside. Uh, their quarterback Braden Green had a phenomenal night. He had two touchdown passes and. Some hard-nosed running. Uh, you know, Northside is known for being able to play a little smash-mouth football, and they definitely did that on the night. As well as, I mean, it was just a weekend of blowouts when you really look back at it. Uh, Brookwood beats Holt 58-2. to um, Northridge, uh, not, Northridge lost to Oak Mountain 23-14. to Uh Apparently, from what I heard, it was 21 to nothing. But Northridge actually made it a little bit of a game as well as it was started off with 16 points off of bad snaps on the punt team. So you look at that and it just changes the complete complexity of the game. You're talking Oak Mountain was only able to move the ball and drive the field for seven points. So just, you know, special teams can be the uh, the nail in the coffin in some games. Uh, Tuscaloosa Academy makes their move up from AISA to ASHA. And they had a dominant win over Holy Spirit, 45 to 12. So a lot of, lot of big wins across the city and a couple close ones throughout the weekend. What, what was your takeaway from the first weekend of high school ball being back? There were some good games, you know, but I was honestly, I was there. It seemed like there was more blowouts than I uh, than I really expected. I thought, I mean, you know, some of these games going in would maybe be a little closer than they were, but I think we've got some pretty good Tuscaloosa area teams this year. 
it, it seems like yeah, I, I'm interested to see what uh what County High is going to be able to do. You know, they're still playing seven eight ball, but you know, it, it's a great start to at least give it a little bit of a confidence boost. And I think Hillcrest can be a really special team this year. And you know, being able to def- defeat a defending state championship week one champion team by week one is a big step in that direction. And when we we're going to go ahead and take an early break and see if we can get the technical difficulties figured out on Martin's end, but we will be back on Tower 100.9 with the Martin Houston show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Lurleen northbound. It's on the bridge in the north port. You can expect some delays this morning. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a vehicle, you need to go to Towns and Nissan. Remember, they have the lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Labor, ABA, and the station. The Alabama Department of Labor is an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. Dial 711 for TTY accessibility. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, PTA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms are likely today and tonight. The high today 79, tonight's low 67. For tomorrow, occasionally cloudy with a few passing showers and thunderstorms likely during the day. The high at 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial print promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. We are going to be moving forward and talking a little bit about the Alabama scrimmage from this weekend. But first, we've got Pat joining us on the Alabama One Hotline. 
Welcome to the show, Pat. How you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Ed. Hey, before we get into the scrimmage uh, real quick, hey, <laughs> what happened to Thompson? Oh, my Lord. They look, hey, undoubtedly, uh, justified justice was, hey, we had Raylan Gibbons coaching the team. They look, wow. Man, uh, unbelievable. What do you think? Oh, man. Uh, justice Haynes was all-world uh, Friday against Thompson. Over 200 yards of total offense, uh, uh, three touchdowns at a 96-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And probably and the touchdown to put the game away was an absolute beautiful cut that he made on future teammate Tony Mitchell where he broke it down the sideline. So, uh, I mean, Buford's one of the best teams in the state of Georgia. So that just might be the difference in competition between Georgia and Alabama. Uh, okay. Hey guys, I'm I'm, I'm back. Uh, ex, okay, uh, Pat, thanks for taking care and keeping things rolling. Uh, glad to be back on with you this morning. Um, and uh, you know, you're talking about that run. Remember, we were talking about Barry Sanders uh, on Friday. Uh, that that move by um, the young man looked just like one of Barry Sanders' stop cuts and then accelerate and break a couple tackles. Um, but I will say this about Thompson. You know when Thompson, uh, you know who their backup quarterback, you know how old he was? Eighth grader. So um, I think that Thompson's a little young, but by the end of the year, they'll probably be one of the best teams again. Um, I think late in the game, even though the game looked like a blowout, I think it was 10 uh, nothing, And uh, Thompson at that point had like, four or five turnovers and uh, several – Several miscues, uh, other miscues as well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Coach Freeman does uh, with that Thompson team. Uh, but as you said, I think Buford probably uh, would put, pretty much have his way with just about any football team uh, from the looks of it uh, in that in that particular game. Gotcha. I hey, just wanted to touch base about hey, you know, we were talking about pass receivers. Uh, in scrimmage about who was going to be uh, knocking him out. <laughs> Trayshawn Holden, uh, six, he can't coach 6-3, Martin. If you got 6-3, you don't. But, uh, I mean, uh, what do you think? Yeah, well, I can answer that for you, Pat. Uh, Trayshawn Holden has been a guy that's, that everybody looks at and goes, oh, well, he hasn't done anything yet. Well, some guys, it just takes a minute to to get rolling, and not everybody's going to be that guy from day one. Some guys need a few years to mature. We've seen it. You look at Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, as a, going into his sophomore year, was the fourth option. In, or going into his junior, had been the fourth option. And, you know, he, he gets a lot of credit and a lot of love for making that uh, game-winning catch in the national championship, but that was only an eight-catch season for him. So, I mean, it, it takes guys some time, and I think Trayshawn's one of those guys that it's taken a little bit, and he's got a great relationship with Bryce, and I think it's going to be beneficial to him uh, headed forward into this season. 
Got you. Thank you, X. Appreciate it. Y'all have a great day. Glad to see Morton's back. Bye bye. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good Thanks. one as well. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, uh, it, it was good to see Trayshawn Holden um, making some noise. Uh, Nick Saban, um, you know, particularly pointing him out at saying that he had a really good day today, made a lot of good plays. Um, um, you know, um, had like four or five catches on, on the day, a couple big plays. So nice job by him. Uh, and as you say, um, you know, until uh, all of the other guys left, we thought that um, our Heisman Trophy winning wide receiver was a um, utility guy that uh, when everybody else was covered, he would have the big day, you know, and he did that several time, times throughout his career, uh, talking about Devontae, but he never became the guy, you know, as long as we had those other guys in front of him, we always referred to him kind of as the, the other guy. But if you go back and look at his career, he had some sparks and moments. And so uh, just maybe Trayshawn is going to be that type of uh, breakout, breakout type season acts. I think he, he could. I mean, am I expecting Heisman-type numbers? No, but I think he can carve out a very nice role this year for the team. But it seems to be like the talk of the town is still Kobe Prentice. You know, he had another good scrimmage, uh, got some love from Coach Saban. So I think we're going to see a lot from him as well. Yeah, uh, and that's what we, we're talking about. It's always somebody that comes in, you know, that, that kind of – pops or jumps, whichever way you want to describe it. And uh, without a doubt, Kobe Prentice is um, one of those guys that seems to be uh, making noise every chance he gets. And that's all you can you can do uh, when it comes to making the most or taking advantage of the opportunities that present themselves. And I love it when a local kid does great and, and does well. And uh, And so, you know, uh, I don't know who we give credit to for that. I don't know if we give credit to Maryland for discovering him and and then Saban jumping on the bandwagon, or or was it one of those guys that Saban may have uh, sent word up? Hey, there's a kid up in uh in, in, in uh, mid middle Alabama that that's pretty good little ball player. You might want to check him out. And then all of a sudden he blew up when he came to camp. So. <laughs> uh, you know, because sometimes Saban helps out his other, you know, uh, his assistants with, with recruiting news, I think. Uh, but in this case, it looked like Kobe Prentice is uh, on his way to setting the foundation for being a big-time wide receiver. Uh, maybe, just maybe, he might be the next one. You know, we had had that conversation, X Mason, earlier in the year. Who's going to be the next <laughs> next great one? Uh are we more likely to have a next great wide receiver or next great quarterback uh, after uh, Bryce is gone? Uh, which one's going to be that next guy? And it might very well be a Kobe Prentice, but Jalen Miro making a lot of noise. Uh, in the NIL world, uh, I got a thing the other day about him being on a podcast now. So it's, it's a very interesting world out there. Oh, wow. See, I didn't know anything about that podcast. But, yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's yeah, just I someone sent it. Someone sent it to someone, uh, one of my coworkers, about possibly sponsoring uh, him starting a podcast. Uh, 
uh, here. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah, that, that'll be a, a great move for him. You know, just more more news, more more sound, and getting to know a little bit more about him from what it seems like a lot of these podcasts have been for Alabama. Uh, any other big news from the scrimmage? Well, I, I think you have to just, you know, talk about Jamar Gibbs. It seems like um, uh, we, we're probably – not blowing up. He's just kind of blown up since he's been on campus. And after his, his words on Friday, uh, which I had heard that he's not a big talker, doesn't talk very much at all. Um, Cause I was talking to someone about NIL stuff and they said that to get him to do something, uh, it, it may sound funny, but you don't have to pay. You don't have to come up with a big time deal to get Jamar Gibbs because he doesn't like it doesn't like talking behind the mic or something like that. So, uh, you know, because you really hadn't heard much about him on the NIL front, but it's because of his personality, uh, not necessarily because he's not good. And it seems like the teammates and everyone is just talking about him. So I ask you guys, um, has there been uh, in recent time, maybe ever, anybody more anticipated, um, you know, uh, as far as watching, uh, getting ready to watch uh, play, uh, he seems to be kind of, a, you know, becoming a superstar off of a, a spring practice. And, like, everybody can't wait to see. That's the guy I can't wait to see play. Uh, I mean, you 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 have the, the incoming freshman that everybody's excited to see. Uh, he might be the biggest as far as it comes to, like, being a transfer as far as, oh, man, what can this guy bring to the table because of what he's done somewhere else already? We haven't had a trans- – you, you had Henry Toto, but on the offensive side, most of the guys that have transferred in weren't big-name guys before they transferred. I mean, you're talking about Gibbs was a, was a well-known commodity at Georgia Tech and was still going to be probably a high-end pick. You know, as far as running backs go, second, you know, round, third round, potentially sneaking into the first round just from being there. So I think to get that caliber of a guy already, I think is what's exciting about Gibbs. Mason? I mean, I pretty much agree with everything y'all said. I think, you know, just kind of what this guy can bring. He's such a dynamic athlete. I'm very, very excited about you know, just seeing what he what 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 new layer he can bring to the offense. Yeah, and 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 X, I think he's on a different level. You, I mean, from anybody. When was the last time we talked about a guy in his before he ever played a down for Alabama in his debut season being a Heisman Trophy winner? Think about that for a second. Everybody said, okay, Julio Jones. Uh, uh, is different, okay? Can't wait to see this guy play. All the other guys, uh, up until, you know, there, there was some excitement around a couple running backs. Derrick Henry could be good, uh, will be great before he leaves. Um, uh, but but I don't remember. Tua was the only guy that, that I remember there was a lot of excitement around him coming. But this guy, think about think about – what Gibbs walked into. Gibbs joined a team 
that has the reigning Heisman Trophy player who is predicted to possibly be the first overall pick, possibly winning his second Heisman. Then he has the defensive player of the year who is now the, the preseason uh, defensive uh, player of the year, which we need to talk about that for a second, talking about Will Anderson and uh, whether or not that is a precursor to maybe Will Anderson, you know, uh, possibly getting enough love to, to possibly get, uh, you know, the Heisman that being voted, voted to CBS 2022 preseason player of the year. Uh, we can talk about that in a moment, but but you see what I'm saying? Like, like this guy has come in with those types of players and people still say he might be the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, so uh, uh, they just they, they started making some uh, comparisons uh, to who he reminds them of uh, going into the pros. So that's, that's why I say this guy uh, X may be the most anticipated because if he lives up to that height, we are going to annihilate people. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. No, no, without a doubt. I mean, if, if Jameer Gibbs is 80% of what we think he is with the, with the other running backs and other weapons that we had, you're talking about a very special season for Alabama on the offensive side. And, and we've been having the debate, oh, can this be the best? defensive team can this be the best offensive team can this be the best overall team and you're talking about what what he brings to the offense if he if he is what everybody believes he is i don't see a reason why alabama should be in a close game this year uh yeah uh and when you're looking at we don't necessarily have the strongest regular season schedule got a couple potential hiccups but uh overall looks like bama if they perform to their ability, we'll run through the regular season uh, unscathed. And then, of course, uh, based on what the, the East does and then who makes into the playoffs, could be a, another fun season for the Crimson Tide. Coming back on the other side, X, uh, Mason, I thought to be, give you a little chance to think about this during the break. Um, if you have a player that, that – who, who's that player you can't – Wait, are you anticipating seeing? Is it is it Jamar Gibbs? If you could go out to scrimmage, and we'll we'll probably do this again uh, uh, this weekend, even though it won't be a practice uh, at some point this week, won't be another scrimmage. Who's that guy that you think if you could go out and watch any position, any player, who would it be? And then also, uh, we can talk about the Will Anderson uh, conversation in regards to. Does that CBS preseason player of the year uh, start the hype train enough that Will Anderson could potentially come out of the gates as a front runner for the Heisman and then it be his award uh, to lose because that matters in where you start the race. Uh, we'll talk about that and more right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. With your Tide Sports Update, I'm Joe Gaither. Former WBC heavyweight champion and Tuscaloosa native Deontay Wilder has officially announced his return to the ring. 
The Bronze Bomber will take on Robert Hellenius October 15th at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. The Crimson Tide is 15 days away from kicking off against Utah State. The Tide will hold its second preseason scrimmage on Saturday in Bryant-Denny Stadium. And finally, keep up with all your high school football coverage in the Tuscaloosa area right here on Tide 100.9 and on the Tuscaloosa thread as we dive into week one this Friday evening. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. And hey, we got off to a little rocky start. Uh, uh, fumbled the kickoff coming out the gate. But you know what? We're moving the ball down the field now and glad that you're part of the show. And as uh, even though it's kicking off the second half, we'll kick off the second half instead of the first half. We're reminding you that this is the day that the Lord has made. So, man, let's make sure we go out there and rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. That message brought to you courtesy of the Empowerment Empowerment Ministries. Uh, and we thank you for being a part of the Martin Houston Show. All right, man, as we were going to break there, uh, X Mason, we were talking about uh, Jamar Gibbs being uh, that special uh, player, elite player, maybe the most anticipated um, player to, to, to join the Crimson Tide in some time, uh, whether he's a transfer. Uh, I think he stands on that Mount Rushmore alone as the most anticipated transfer. He might have a little competition from some of the uh, big-time recruits we've had in the likes of Toa Toa, I mean, uh, Tonga Valoa, uh, Julio Jones, uh, maybe a, a Derrick Henry, but uh, man, this guy, maybe Bryce Young, you know, uh, but good gracious, this guy is coming out the gates being hyped up as a Heisman uh, Trophy candidate. And the more we talk about him, it seems like the more he does in scrimmage and in practice to validate um, those concerns. So, uh, I, I guess uh, y'all pretty much convinced that he will be the starter on day one. Uh, I 
I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be. Um, just seems that's the way things are playing out. Uh, do you think that impacts um, the running back room at all um, with him being the starter or just because of the way injuries fell this year, uh, it's, it's going to be a smooth transition to, to Gibbs as the, the bat? I think the injuries make it smoother because you you didn't have Jace or Roy that Roy Dale in the spring. Uh, Trey seems like he's gotten his legs back up under him, um, but yeah, I don't I don't think it'll be as it, I don't think it throws anything off because those guys missed so much time, and that was valuable to the way this team is starting to form and things of that nature. All right, Mason. With that said, what's your what's your uh, one, two, three, probably a four headed monster at least uh, in the backfield? Um, what's, what's your one, two, three, four in the backfield? Well, I mean, I think it starts and it ends with Jameer Gibbs. I uh, you know I think it uh, I think he's the the most dynamic of the group. I think the other guys have talent. Obviously, they're very very you know they were very highly rated recruits. They've been very solid here. They've dealt with some injuries, but in the time they've been healthy, they've all you know showed a lot of promise. But I think Jameer, the what he can do to stretch the field out out of the backfield as a receiver, what he can do to you know to just to to keep defenses on their heels, I think is going to be really really. Uh, important to this offense. I think it's going to help Bryce Young a lot with, you know, we're not really sure what their protection is going to look like this year. I think it, mm, we might see, we might see a little bit of a struggle in that area. So having that extra option out of the backfield, I think is going to help a lot. But after Jameer, you know, uh, Roydell Williams, Jace McClellan, I think are the two guys behind him probably going to see the most reps. I think, unfortunately for Trey Sanders, He's probably going to get buried on the depth chart a bit. I think, you know, the injuries have just kind of piled up for him, and he's got too many guys in front of him. I think, you know, he'll see some carries here and there, but I don't, I don't see him being really like a, a feature piece or anything. And I think, you know, for him, I, it's just kind of an unfortunate situation. I still think he has the talent, but I, I don't know if we see it this year from Trey Sanders. Wow. What about you, X? I agree with, with Mason. I, I think Gibbs is by far the number one, and I think it falls – Jace and, and Roydale, then you see Trey uh, be be in the rotation, but I don't know how many touches he gets. And I think it's interesting when you look at the running back room now because you have Emmanuel Henderson moved out to wide receiver. Uh, and, and remember I told you he was a guy that, uh, that they said was an athlete and could do a lot of different things. But that you know why you move a guy like that to wide receiver? because you're trying to get them on the field. Yep. <laughs> it's a lot easier to get that type of talent on the field uh, early on in his career, uh, which also down the road, when, Jam Jam when Jameer Gibbs leaves, what does it also give you? It gives you the ability to plug him right back in to that spot. Um, you know, Jameer Gibbs is, is, is a really, really good player, but what – what what do we need one or two of the other backs to bring to the running back room that maybe Gibbs doesn't cover? Uh, when you look at Roy Dale, I think he's a very physical and powerful runner. So I think that's what he brings. Um, I think Jason Jameer are very similar as running backs. Jason's a little bit bigger. So I think he brings a lot of the same things that uh, Jameer does because we've seen Jace break. Eight, an 80-yard touchdown run, long touchdown run as a true freshman. 
So as long as his knee is right, I think he can do that again with a added level of a little bit more inside running ability. Yeah, uh, Mason, you have any thoughts on that? What 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 does the other running backs room, running backs in the running back room, bring that maybe Jameer Gibbs doesn't have? Yeah, I think uh, I think X said it perfectly. I think you know, both the guys behind him, Roy Dell and uh, Jason McClellan, both bring a little bit more power. I think they're both a little bit you know a little stockier build, a little stronger. I think, but you know, they're they're just different running backs. I think both of them do one thing, you know, certain things better than the other ones. I think Jameer is a little bit more dynamic, you know, out of the backfield and things like that, but I do think the other guys will probably be better in, you know, that sort of smash mouth role. Yeah, and, and if you go back, you know, Jace was Jace was showing a little bit of what we see in Jamar Gibbs, and I just wonder how different we would feel about Jace had he not been injured, number one, in the comparison of Jamar Gibbs and Jace. I think he may be a little bit bigger version of Jace, not necessarily as uh, smooth in the hips uh, as Jamar Gibbs. Jamar Gibbs has shown that. But I'm going to tell you guys, don't forget that Brian Robinson last year, when the O-line didn't necessarily make a block, Brian Robinson got us a, a couple first downs. And I think that will come into play at some point this year. And I'm going to make a bold prediction at some point, don't be surprised, if Trey Sanders doesn't become that guy, uh, because we'll need that. Somebody's going to have an opportunity to become that guy. Even though Roy Dale runs with power, he's not a big back. Um, you know, Jace is, uh, is a bigger back, but but more of a, you know, uh, on, on the edge guy. Uh, I, I didn't want to call him finesse because he does run with power, but he's still more of a, you know, tackle outside type of guy when he runs – with power. Um, so, I mean, that, that, that's, that's kind of where you, you could see a potential for a Trey uh, Sanders to get in there. And and, 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 and y'all remember the guy that popped and then he just disappeared? Uh, I don't think he's going to get in there. But if those guys don't perform, don't be surprised if a guy like, uh, uh, what is his name? Um, uh, Elijah, I always get it mixed up. Is Crockett. Crockett. Uh, Crockett. Crockett. Uh, yeah, it, 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 I think he, I always get it mixed up. He was named Xavier and changed his name to Elijah or vice versa. But but also, it, it, could Miller possibly grab that that role? You know, he had he had some flashes in the first scrimmage. Um, but but guys, that's we're gonna need that somewhere. So it'll be interesting to see if we find it. Another question for you is: uh, as you look at Jamar Gibbs, uh, kind of thinking through. What will be what 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 guy do you kind of project him to be if you were looking at an NFL type player? Who do you think he most reminds you of uh, from from a NFL guy? And if we get that type of production or style of play from him, he very well might be the Heisman Trophy winner. And I'll, I'll say this: a couple guys I heard last night um, on the Zone talking and. And that he's got, I know at least one of them has a vote. And something they said that, that I told someone a couple weeks ago said that if Bryce wins the Heisman, he has to have a better season than he did last year. And I'm like, wow, that's tough. Because you can still be the best player and not match his numbers from last year. But this was, I, I think, I, I'm pretty sure this guy that made the exact statement and the other guys agreed, three media guys. And um, 
they said that he would have to have a better season. So, uh, but they also talked about Jamar Gibbs reminding him of a certain type of player. Who is that for you? Who, uh, at the college level, it's hard not to look at uh, a Reggie Bush, honestly. Uh, very similar size and build. Yeah. Uh, a- able to make make plays in space and things of that nature. Uh, at the NFL level. I mean, um, you can go with Reggie Bush. You don't have to. When I throw out a couple guys, you'll, you'll agree probably. But Reggie Bush is yeah. a good pick, man. It's been a while since we, I mean, Reggie Bush was as dynamic a runner as he was a receiver. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, that'll be, you know, uh, that, that, that'll be interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. I really like the, the Reggie Bush. I think that's a guy that, you know, we talk about as being kind of ahead of his time with the, uh, what he brought, you know, as a running back, being that a, you know, being that dynamic athlete, where he was kind of out of the backfield, some doing things in the open field, but, you know, for a for a guy that you compare him to now, I don't really know, you know, as far as the the size is a little bit different, the build is a little different, I think, but as far as their skill set, you know, you look at a guy like a Christian right. McCaffrey in the NFL, I think yep. they've got very similar skill sets. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another good one. I'm gonna throw out two names, and both of you gonna go, uh, yeah, uh, uh Dalvin Cook. <laughs> And Alvin Kamara, uh, uh, and yep. uh, you think about what those two guys, uh, especially what Alvin Kamara did. Alvin Kamara, I predict that that Jamar Gibbs' career explodes the same way from Georgia Tech to Alabama that Kamara went from Tennessee to New Orleans. And what do I mean by that? Alvin Kamara was a good running back at Tennessee. But he was a he's a great running back in the NFL because of Drew. Um, God, uh, what was the guy's name? Drew Brees. Uh, Drew, Drew Brees that played there all those years. Uh, think about what Drew did for Alvin Kamara. Do you not think that Bryce Young has some of the same skill set that Drew Brees does? Uh, and and our offense will have some of those same types of plays. So I could see that really, really exploding Gibbs onto the scene. Uh, so that would be two of the guys that I, I, I think that he, he reminds you of. Um, and uh, just a, a comment coming in, guys. Uh, Curtis Lewis said, I see Sanders, talking about Trey Sanders, is RB number two early on because he's healthy. And that's true. We've not seen a healthy Trey Sanders and not having, and he doesn't have to get ramped back up. When Trey Sanders ran without fear or concern last year, guys, he was really good. And so I was thinking he might jump up to at least number three um, and, and, and maybe be number two based on how they roll out um, Jace and, and McClellan, I mean, uh, Rodell. Um, because you think about Rodell and, and Jace, man, guys, it's, sometimes it, it's getting back out there takes you a few games. So it'll be interesting. That's what happened with Trey. He just now hopefully is finally trusting that hip. So, uh, but uh, Curtis Lewis saying he'll be RB number two. I don't see that as an impossibility. And if he's number two, that means Alabama has a really, really good running back room. Coming back on the other side, guys, we'll continue the conversation right on the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on top 100.9. And we'll talk about um, 
the big, powerful uh, outside linebacker, defensive end, Terminator, uh, does the CBS uh, preseason player of the year give you insight into what maybe some of the media people are thinking? And does Will Anderson uh, break yet another barrier for the Alabama Crimson Tide football team? That conversation and more coming up right here on the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on Lurleen northbound. It's on the bridge in the Northport. You can expect some delays this morning. If you see other conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If you need a vehicle, you need to go to Townsend Nissan. Remember, they have the lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Monday morning. A historic Hale County Church held services on Sunday as the ashes of their building lay around them. Galleons Bethlehem Baptist Church caught fire last week. Church leaders said the formation of the church was organized by former slaves. The congregation said the 155-year-old property is a treasure to the community. Services lasted about 30 minutes with more than a dozen attendees. Church leaders said they were insured and they will rebuild. I'm Don Hartman. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Keep it locked into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. All right, 
Despite getting off to a little slow start, we are closing in strong on the win on this Monday morning. So glad you've chosen to be with us. And we want to thank the great folks over at Alabama One, where we're one together, whether you're looking for auto, home, mortgage, uh, HELOC, uh, business uh, lending, we can help you with all of those. Maybe need some wealth advisory, may need some insurance. All of those things happen at Alabama One, and especially take advantage of our current promotion. More buck for your truck and more cash for your car. Go to alabamaone.org and find out more about how you can do that and apply online. Or if you're a person that needs to talk to someone in person, stop by one of our 18 branch locations. All right. Uh, so excited to have you as a part of the show this morning. Uh, before we uh, close out with that Will Anderson conversation, guys, what was the best thing you saw this weekend? Uh, that's easy for me. Uh, getting to see my baby sister do what she loves last night on national TV. Uh, for those who don't know, Morgan is a school at West Alabama to be an athletic trainer, and she is working with the Arizona Cardinals and getting to see her uh, work on the sidelines last night was a pretty cool thing as a big brother. Yep. Uh, Mason. That's really awesome. I, uh, you know, f funny little sidebar here. That was kind of the first thing I wanted to do was do athletic training when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to uh, go into when I started school. So yeah, that's really cool to see that. I mean, I'm excited for her. That's really neat. Best thing I saw this weekend. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if y'all are, uh, are big UFC fans, but the undefeated champ, Kamaru Usman went down in the fifth round to Leon Edwards with a vicious head kick. I mean, it was, oh, oh, oh. oh man, guy. I mean, uh, you you might have heard me screaming from your house. I mean, I, it was it was incredible. Now, now, were you a fan of one of those, or you just like to see somebody get knocked out with a head kick? You know, it's I, I love to see somebody get knocked out with a head kick. I will admit, but it was it was it's the underdog story. You know, it's seeing the guy. Nobody gave Leon Edwards a chance in this fight. Usman is one of the most dominant champions we've ever seen. He was undefeated coming in, had never even been taken down i don't think until this fight and i mean it was just a it's a great story it's it, it's a re it's a big reason why i watch the sport it was just really amazing yeah it uh and of course uh x i would have to concur um uh you know with uh seeing morgan um do what she did uh and and that was a pretty pretty neat experience and i would give a shout out to the crate uh to her for what she did and all that, but also, uh, did you guys see the uh, crazy over the head touchdown pass to win the game like in the fourth overtime over in Georgia? Oh, <laughs> yeah, literally, he threw it over his head backwards, uh, perfect pass into the um, into the end zone. So, uh Totally, you, you have to have practice that. So I thought that was pretty neat. Anyway, hey, guys, uh, real quick, we, we could, of course, talk more about Will Anderson. But do you think uh, Will Anderson getting voted uh, unanimously to the CBS, uh, you know, uh, as a player of the year, beating out Bryce Young and others, uh, signifies any potential um, way voters could possibly lean at the end of the season? Uh, man, it's just hard for a, a pure defensive guy uh, 
to win it. So, I mean, as much as as a, as a homer, I'm like, yeah, he can, this gives him a great shot. I mean, as far as the defensive awards, I think he has a great opportunity for clean sweep. But it seems to be that this is an offensive-only award. I mean, the one def- the one defensive guy in quotations that has won it was a punt returner and played wide receiver as well. So, and they didn't want uh, another person in the South to win it. Yeah. So it was so, as much a vote that, against that's my take on it. As much a vote against Peyton as it was Woodson sometimes, I think. But anyway, Mason, your thoughts? I think I pretty much agree with what X said there. I think uh, I think Will Anderson, <clears throat> excuse me, I think Will Anderson can get an invite to New York this year. I think he can be there as a finalist. I, I don't see that. I, I think it's very unlikely that he can win it. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and guys, part of the conversation is you have to at first be at least considered the best, right? And so – um, uh, it can't hurt him that he's starting off as a preseason guy. And all you have to do is get the narrative of, hey, guys, it's time to break the mold. I remember um, when Tim Tebow won, um, won it, it was sort of the same type of thing. Um, and, then, and then when all of a sudden uh, Menzel won it, all of a sudden it was like, oh, okay, we can break a barrier. So what Will Anderson may have going for him is this is the first time in a long time that the best guy starting the season off was a defensive guy. Uh, the guy leading the pack was a defensive guy. Most of the time, the defensive guys have gotten into the conversation as the season went along. So um, I think Will Anderson may be the one guy uh, right now who – uh, people feel like he was cheated last year. Uh, you you know, but he has to have a great season. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he has to do something that hadn't been done in a long time. He's going to have to duplicate back-to-back seasons, which easily could be the best season by a defensive edge rusher in the last 20 years in back-to-back seasons. But I think there's a chance. Uh, and if you can get enough narrative out there, you might just get enough people to go, you know, we say that the Heisman is for the best player in college football. Will Anderson is the best player in college football. Um, when you try to run away from him, he still dominates the game. So if he's able to duplicate that, we'll see. X, give you closing thoughts, sir. Yeah, I mean, great weekend from everything with high school football being back. Alabama having another strong scrimmage. A uh, couple guys in the NFL making some news. OJ Howard had a nice catch on catch over the weekend. Brian Robinson. It looks like he might be RB1 in Washington. So excited to see how that plays out. Mason, any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, you know, other than I think you know, Dex hit it, I wanted to, uh, you know, we didn't talk about B-Rob today, but I mean, already taking over RB1, that's that's pretty dang impressive. I, and I think we, I think that's a conversation worthy of tomorrow. Uh, Brian Robinson, uh, definitely BR1 becoming RB1, right? Uh, so uh, we, we, we'll see if he's able to do it. We'll talk about it a little bit more tomorrow. Hey, guys, thanks for uh, getting things rolling this morning. Thank all of the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters for being a part of the program. And I'll give another shout-out to to my baby girl, Morgan Houston, uh, doing her thing at the NFL level. Uh, 
as an athletic training intern with the Cardinals. Dad's very proud of you. Love you. Uh, the whole family is proud of you. Uh, shout out to you. Keep Kyler Murray safe and all the other guys out there safe. We'll see you back here next week, sweetheart. And hey, for the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier, Tide 109, we remind you to trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding, all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths out there. Roll Tide, everybody.